Hear the Noise, a collection of stories and tales by Daniel Noy. This week, Mourner's Prayer. This is what she would have wanted. At least I think this is what she would have wanted. In fact, it's more than she would have wanted, more than she deserved. Bloody expensive as well. Who knew funerals could cost an arm and a leg? Well, actually, two arms and two legs as they cremated the lot of her. The rabbi could have been nicer. Even though Mum never went to synagogue, he comes in with a checklist of life questions for the eulogy, like he's taking our food order. Saying that, if Mum had been a rabbi, that would have been just her style. Give me the facts and let's get on with it. She had no patience. We didn't really have any kind of relationship. Never did. Not that either of us minded. It's just how it was. She wasn't born to be a mother. Some people ain't. That's no fault of their own. She loved me in her own way even though you'd need a microscope to detect it. But she was there. She didn't try to avoid me. She just wasn't... What's the right word? Present. I wanted them to play the theme from Jurassic Park as people arrived. It seemed apt to her personality. But I got vetoed. Fair enough. Sandra made it. Just. Typical. She weren't quite dressed for the occasion either. He couldn't tell if she was dressed to go out to a club afterwards or if she came straight from one, but she was there. It meant something. I've tried to be a different mother to my Sandra, but we're always at each other's throats. I want what's best for her, but sometimes I can't help myself. I have to speak my mind. You made me that way. I see it how it is, and I say it how it is. Not everyone likes it, but I ain't got the patience. Just like my poor mum. The service did the job. I could even hear someone sobbing. They'd clearly never met my mum. Sandra stood next to me and held my hand, which is not like her at all. I appreciated it. The rabbi said we return to God just as we came into the world. You know, return to dust. So maybe mum deserved a decent send-off. She deserves to have a clean slate going into heaven. Assuming that's the direction of travel. They've all turned out today. More than I thought. Long lost friends and family reminiscing. Happy to see each other. The truth is I don't know half the people my mum knew. We couldn't access the mobile for her contacts, but word spread and we put a message in the local paper. Then we might have got a bigger turnout if we put it in the local pub instead. There were even some gate crashes. Old soaks looking for a drink, food and a warm room for an hour or so. Poor sods. They're welcome to it. The last and only bit of charity involuntarily gifted from my mum. God bless her. Mum had me young. Too young. A teenager doesn't have the headspace to raise a kid. They're still growing up themselves, all hormones and bad decisions, which is, of course, how she ended up pregnant in the first place. I waited a little longer, but not that much. No matter who warns you, you always have to make your own mistakes. And I've made some blinders in my time. 
I'm sure you've been watching and having a right old laugh at my expense. At least my Sandra had a dad, has a dad. He's with someone new now, even as a new kid. Never too old, I suppose. Good luck to him, I say. Mum never told me who my biological dad was. I imagine he was ugly, though. Not because I've inherited his features. I'm no eyesore, or even at my age. But my mum was vain. Even if he was dodgy, and I'm pretty sure he was, we'd know all the details if he'd been handsome. Anyway, there's no accounting for taste. Which is why our Sandra is with that... with her... Darren. Darren is the type of boy that's all polite, says the right thing, cleans up well, but you can tell it's all for show. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy he wants to impress me and Sandra seems to be in love, but I've known enough Jack the Lads to see right through it. Sandra can't, though. So when he proposed to her... I told her how I felt. You can guess how that went. (sighs) At least she's talking to me again now. When I got married, my mum's only words were, Thank God. Oh, not because she was pleased for me. Not because she believed in you, but because she wanted to rent out my room. I wasn't a daughter. I was a cost. I know it's coming across like my mum was a nasty piece of work, but for those who knew her, the ones that have come today, well, they have context. To outsiders, one of mum's digs would send them off in tears, but for those who knew her, they would be laughing and giving back as good as they got. If anything, you made her like she was, like you made me. So I'm sure you'll have fun when she returns to the pearly gates. At the end of the day... It's your own fault. Mum gave me my life. But now that she's gone, something's missing. Something I didn't even know I had to lose. When a parent dies, not of their choice at least, you look at your own life differently, don't you? You realise that you're next. But I don't want to die with Sandra hating me. To lose my mum and my daughter is too much. If I'm lucky, I've got 20 years left. No thanks to the fags and the joy of fried eggs and chips. I've got time to repair things, so that when I go, Sandra will hopefully shed a tear or two, and she'll miss me and remember me with love. So, I will support her marriage. I will tell her to follow her heart even though that advice broke mine. When everyone cleared off after the service, rushing to be first in line for the warm whiskey, pastries and bagels, I stayed a bit longer and said a quiet prayer. Not to you, him upstairs, even though I hope you're listening. Not the Kaddish, the mourner's prayer either, but a reminder to myself. Don't repeat her mistakes. Don't repeat her mistakes. Please, God, don't let me repeat her mistakes.
Mourner's Prayer, written and produced by Daniel Noy, performed by Joe Lee. <laughs>